we are back with our second story on the podcast. This one is called The Dragon by the Sea. And this time we have Esme with us and Rose. Can I say hi? Hi. And Smith. And Pirate Smith. And Pirate Smith. So we're going to get this short story about the seaside adventures of the three Marriott children and their pet dragon started. We began our first story of the Marioff children, the Christmas dragon, with Once Upon a Time. But for the present story, we will skip the long introductions and get right to it. The little children, the bright elder Princess Jubilee, the lively and joy-filled Prince Moses, and the littlest peach named Princess Esmeralda have a special vacation plan to their favorite cottage by the sea. They have brought their pet dragon, Jack-Jack, along and we don't want to miss a moment. I'm the first one done packing, Princess Jubilee smugly announced, her golden curls bouncing loosely. Being first was one thing the endearing seven-year-old loved more than almost anything. I'm second, Prince Moses declared, not long after. The rambunctious five-year-old prince with the happiest demeanor did not like to have his older sister, did not like that his older sister was first. However, He couldn't be displeased about anything for too long. They both zipped up their suitcases and launched them down the stairs, pretending they were dragon eggs ready to be cracked open at the bottom. Boom! Bang! Your parents must be angry at them. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Prince Moses made loud noises to imitate the eggs breaking. Exactly. Princess Esmeralda, or Ezzy as everyone called her, giggled in her almost three-year-old teeny voice and scrunched-up nose dotting her rosy cherub cheeks. Her third birthday celebration would take place while the royal family was on holiday, and the children could not be more excited to have a party at the beach for their beloved sister. Where's Jack-Jack? Prince Moses asked of their pet dragon. He searched their messy room, stepping over their village of small creatures, careful not to crush a single one. Oh, I found him! Moses chuckled as he stood at the foot of Ezzy's bed and stared down at the black-faced dragon curled up inside Ezzy's suitcase. I think Ezzy tried to pack him up. Silly Ezzy. He grabbed Jack-Jack out of the suitcase. Ezzy gave a mischievous grin and cupped her hand over her mouth in joy. Children! Queen Leona called from downstairs. Are you done packing so I can check everything? Yes, Mom! The two eldest replied in perfect unison. Jinx! They said in unison again as they grabbed pinkies, as all children know to do. Before long, the royal family was on the road to the family cottage by the sea, a cottage that had been in the Marriott family for generations. This time, the family would be spending two weeks in the summer, and the children were thrilled. They had so many ideas of games to play, sandcastles to make, and Ezzy's birthday party to plan, and of course, introducing Jack-Jack to the beach, seeing as it would be his first family vacation. Okay. (laughs) Throwing their suitcases in their rooms, they put on their bathing suits in a flash. They almost made it to the door before their mother stopped them and did what all grown-ups do, ask about sunscreen. We must put on sunscreen first, and then you may wait for your father and me to get everything ready to take to the beach. All together. Queen Leona was firm, eyebrows raised, but amused at their enthusiasm. 
everyone in the Marriott loved their time at the seaside cottage and had been looking forward to this trip for months. Mommy! But mom! That's right, Ezzy. Prince Moses groaned, sunscreen is so boring. I want to go build a sandcastle right now. Can't we just go to the sand? Please, please, Jubilee pleaded, opening her eyes and smile as wide as she could to show how earnest her request. I can't make my face any cuter, she remarked in all her charm, and Prince Moses cracked a smile, as did the queen. I will be ready to leave in five minutes. You can wait five more minutes. And with that, she took Ezzie to lather the delicate strawberry blonde with sunscreen. Five minutes as well, might as well have been eternity to Prince Moses and Princess Jubilee. With slumped shoulders, they stared in silence out the large Mommy. back windows facing the blue-green ocean, watching wave after wave roll in, positive they would never get there. Of course, as you know, five minutes is not eternity. And eventually, the whole family traipsed happily down the steps of the cottage, right out to the beautiful ocean. The queen laid out the towels and shoveling tools while King Stephen set up a large tent to shade them from the sun. The three children ran around barefoot in the hot sand, laughing and yelling. Jack-Jack was enjoying his first taste of sand. He immediately tried to make a sand angel, wriggling his backside deeper and deeper into the sand. The only thing left to be seen was his scaly snout poking out from the surface, which made each of the children giggle. They ran to his side and started throwing heaps of sand on top of him to bury him even more. He tried to escape this sandy burrow. He flapped his wings wildly as he rose higher and higher, which then made mounds of sand fly out in all directions. The children were covered with sprays of sand on their heads, in their hair, on their swimsuits, and even in their mouths. It was quite literally a sand blast. Silly Jack-Jack, stop it, silly Jack-Jack. Ezzy teased as she brushed off sand from her pink polka dot suit. This is so much sand, Jubilee cried. We should go jump in the water. As the three ran towards the water, careful to stay in the shallow end with Ezzy, they noticed two dark-haired children who looked almost alike, splashing in the water near them. They quickly introduced themselves and learned that their new friends, named Duke and Lila, were twins recently turned six years old, shared their affinity for pretending to be animals, and were also on vacation from a far off place called Katoosh, but no one could remember how to say it. I have a good idea. We can play pretend sharks. Prince Moses, enthused to have playmates, was the first to propose a game for all to play. I'm the biggest shark, Duke said, who clearly liked to be in charge. You can be the next biggest shark, he told Moses, and the girls can be baby sharks. <laughs> the girls reluctantly agreed, but for Ezzy's sake, they made the boys stay in the ever-growing tide pool so she could still be a part of the fun. Jump in the water and put your hands together over your head like this. Moses demonstrated how to make a shark fin. Actually, Lila and I will be the good sharks, and you and Duke can be bad sharks who chase us. Princess Jubilee determined. Lila was shy and merely grinned her approval. Grr, we're gonna eat you! Duke shouted while fake swimming in the tide pools. Prince Moses roared back. 
The girls ran in circles screaming, and little Leslie just sat down and sang a little song to herself as she splashed her little toes and little fingers in the shallow water. I'm a shark, I'm a shark, I'm a deep white shark, I like to eat you, yes I do. After what seemed like hours of chasing and roaring, the children took a rest in the tide pool just in time for Jack-Jack to join the gang. You have a dragon? Duke was stunned and excited. Yeah, we got him for Christmas. We think he's from the Lost Isle of Ignola. Moses proudly petted Jack-Jack on the head. Jack-Jack, meet Duke and Lila. So cool. Hi, Jack-Jack. The brown-eyed twins marveled at Jack-Jack, delighted that he was so friendly. Jack-Jack stuck out his tongue and whimpered, his way of greeting new friends. Just then, Jack-Jack's black ears perked up, and he began to make a slight growl. But it wasn't mean or angry. I think he hears something. Moses could always tell what Jack-Jack was thinking, like all little boys and their pet dragons can. Jack-Jack, if you fly, we'll follow you. Come on, guys. Moses waved his arm for the others to come to. The five friends followed the small dragon as he flew towards the ocean. In front of them, poking out of the water, was a small fin swimming back and forth. It's a real shark, Jubilee shouted with fright. Horrified, the children stood at the edge of the water as Jack-Jack flew out to meet the shark. Dun, dun, dun. They were all frozen. They didn't know what to do. They couldn't very well jump in the water with a shark. That would probably come and eat up five tasty children in one big bite. But they also didn't want Jack-Jack to get eaten, and no one could find their voice to tell him to stop. It was, as one might say, a real conundrum. Luckily, no one is harmed in this story, and the children soon discover that the shark is not, in fact, a great white man-eating monster. It's only a baby dolphin shark, so everyone could take a deep breath. Jack-Jack landed on the baby dolphin shark, who is quite a friendly creature indeed, and they began doing flips and jumps in the water to oohs and ahs from the wet and relieved crew of children ashore. Ezzie clapped her hands the loudest, and Lila picked her up so she could see the dragon dolphin show even better. It was not common knowledge that dragons and dolphin sharks were friends, you see, so imagine their surprise. Jack-Jack was very excited to see the baby dolphin shark, and before the children had time to run and get their parents to show them the marvelous sight, the mommy and daddy dolphin shark swam up to join the party. A chorus of wows and look at that, it's a family, so cute, echoed from the children's delight. None of the children could remember seeing a more amusing sight than a pet dragon riding on the back of a baby dolphin shark and splashing together in the water. What if he lets us ride him? Prince Moses wondered aloud to the others. Yeah, Lila and I will ride on the mommy one and you and Duke can ride on the daddy and maybe Ezzy can ride the baby. Aw, that would be so cute. Princess Jubilee was already imagining what it would feel like to ride a dolphin shark and fly through the water. Yes, let's do it, Moses said. Uh, with Jack-Jack, of course, as he would ride with Jack-Jack. Right. I don't know if I want to. Do you think they're nice? Lila timidly asked. I read all about dolphin sharks in my ocean animal book, and they aren't mean at all, Duke reassured his sister. Unless you try to take the baby one, and then the mom will attack you. Lila gulped. Jubilee grabbed Lila's hand mm. in a gesture of comfort, and the girls waved Jack-Jack and the dolphin sharks over to the shore. <laughs> 
Jack-Jack seemed to understand the girl's gestures and brought Jewel, Thunder, and baby Gemma to meet them, for you cannot take a ride on a dolphin shark without knowing their name. In no time, three merry Marioffs were sitting on top of a dolphin shark, and two new friends were beside them, full of glee and chanting together, Yay, yay, this is the best! Yay, yay, this is the best! Even the tiniest Marioff, determined and brave, held on tight to her dolphin shark escort as they rode into the summer sun, gliding across the cool blue water, ready to explore. You see, these are the sort of magical, marvelous, and out-of-the-ordinary adventures that you have in a cottage by the sea with a pet that is a dragon and with the imagination to believe in the extraordinary... This is only the beginning of the Marioff children's holiday vacation as more adventures unfold with a dragon by the sea. The end. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Say bye, Ezzy. New episodes every bye Friday. Bye. <laughs> Say bye. New episodes every Friday. Bye.